Questioning Everything with Garrett and Adam, Episode 2. Hi, Adam. Hi, Garrett. This voice is the voice of Adam. <laughs> this is the voice of Garrett. Now you know. Which one's which? Who's who? Um, okay, so we're starting episode two. And the subject for today is... The left versus the right and cancel culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is super exciting for everybody. Well, especially <laughs> if you scroll Facebook these days, uh, it's like, what? Like, holy. I think I took a Facebook break because of the madness. And then I poked my little head in onto social media to promote this podcast, and just people were still going on about it. And we've Both. also kind of decided to do like a meme of the week. And our first meme would be this Cardi B with Pepe Le Pew. They can see it right now. And, uh, yeah, so how that relates to... um, And, oh, by the way, if you guys want to send in some uh, memes of your own or maybe a couple topic suggestions, feel free to message me on my Facebook, Garrett Keeping, or Instagram, Keeping It underscore Metal. Keeping underscore It Metal. Yeah. And then harass Adam. And don't message me. (laughs) And send lots of dick pics to Adam. (laughs) That's Adam. Anyway, we got to do some housekeeping. Housekeeping. Okay, the housekeeping is from episode one. No, which, zero. No. Okay, well, we can housekeep for episode zero and one because they recorded at the same time. But My housekeeping's from zero. Yours is from zero. Mine's from one. So why don't you go first then because that's from zero. Let's do zero first. I don't have any housekeeping from zero. Okay, all I wanted to say was in episode zero, and you should go listen to it because it's awesome. Uh, we had said we were talking about punk rock music being terrible. And just shitty musicians that play it. No, I'm just kidding. What it's it was that we were talking basically the jest. Oh, geez. that's what I was saying. I like, but I like punk, and I like. I don't mind all punk. Like, it's not an exclusive thing. It's just I think in general that it's shitty music that people who play shitty music like because that's what they relate to. And I think some a lot of people like I would agree like that. You know, a lot of the, I've heard that on some upper echelon podcast with musicians that have said that you know a lot of guys start those kind of bands just and they have you know they don't they're not super skilled players but whatever the point was is that we were talking about bands that sell out and i was like yeah yeah i like bands that sell out and just to clarify what i mean by that is i'm not like right into these big sellout bands uh you know like nickelback maybe or some of but is that fair I don't know. Is that fair to the term selling out? Because you just you just literally lowered the term selling out to Nickelback. <laughs> really? Right? Like right. Nickelback, a lot of good bands sold out. And okay, Nickelback, so- the reason that they suck isn't because they sold out. It's because they decided to like, they bought a, basically bought a stamp. Yeah. And said, all right, we got a stamp now. And they just kept on stamping out songs. Right. And exactly. And they're the and same. Like, you, they, you've literally, you've seen the YouTube videos where they, like, take the same, take yeah, multiple I songs. and see that. Oh, my so God. So, we're talking about. It's pretty funny. Like, Some holy. people are formula. And in verse, some cases, course. it's verse, like, pre- if you don't course. like the person's tone, or if you don't like the guitarist's style, or if you don't like something, then chances are you're not going to like the whole band. Because that person, you're not going to be able to get away from the fact that they're in it. Right. But when a band just simply ham- like stamps out music like that, well, that's not selling out. That's just being a stamp. Because 
I mean, honestly, like we could look each other in the eye, and if someone walked through that room, some record producer knocked on that door and said, "Adam Garrett, we think you're the perfect fit, the perfect personalities for this massive Nickelback style band, where you're going to get paid millions of dollars to travel the world and do this, but then not have to work anymore. Your dreams are going to come true. Are you ready? You might have to change your name, but are you in? I'm in. <laughs> I'm in, dude. Of course, because it's not about my my art. I would use that money to. To, to pay for your art, to pay after. for my actual yeah. art. Okay, so it's like maybe can like can I wear a mask? <laughs> or or change? I'm a hair change right? my name. Yeah. yeah, because then you can come out of it after and still be yourself. But now you're yourself with money. Exactly. Anybody yeah. that you've heard of, you've heard of because they quote unquote sold out. Okay, the, so what the I, the idea is is if you don't have success, then you're encouraged to not have success. By thinking that success is somehow bad, success is the enemy, and which is ridiculous. Which is ridiculous. Exactly. People and that's that are, what I was trying to say. So I'm I'm for selling yeah. out. So I'm saying if a band's playing tiny clubs, grinding their asses off, you know, and like I'm gonna get shit for this, but some of the kind of the Vancouver metal elitism in some ways, like they're just even worldwide elitism, where it's like I mean I've even heard once again Jazz talk about this on the podcast, like bands just give him shit. For you sold out, hate breed. You're not New York hardcore enough anymore. And it's like, well, what do you want me to do? Like, so my my daughter just she's just gonna not go to a good school or not have yeah. options or money. Like, so I meant what I meant by selling out was was I've never that. even heard a hate breed song. So, part of me, I well, that's to you. 90, but I'm I listened to ninety five three for quite a while. Well, that's your problem. I know it is, and I don't. I, it's my hair's long right now, so I have to listen. to I'll stop bringing up Jasta on this podcast. But I apologize. Hate, if hate breed sold out. Like really sold out, they'd be on ninety five three. They'd okay. be it'd be like you know like uh, fuzzy metal guitar come in with some like poppy right. gu- poppy drums and then like but the hate breeds. Some sing. bands just give shit to these bigger bands for kind of like selling out a little bit, and not being like because they're better that they have more success. Well, what's wrong with success? But I mean, I remember yeah, when Offspring exactly. went from Don't be Smash. Better. What did they do? They sold out. Green Day kind of sold out. Those are two big bands. Because like, like, I remember when Green Day was like Kerplunk days, like when they were, that's like punk rock, like dirty punk. And Offspring, when they released Smash, they were still gritty and grimy. And then they started turning, like it was overnight. I remember seeing Offspring for Smash. Hmm. And it was an incredible concert. And then the next time they came, it was for Americana. And, and the like, whole and I walked into the, the to the venue, and the yeah. whole audience had changed. They were all wearing those big glow stick necklace thing. Like it was weird. It was like overnight they had changed from like this grimy skate punk th- to like bubblegum punk. It was yeah. It was, yeah. And I was like, I, and I walked went to an Offspring show after Americana. They released that mm-hmm. and felt out of place. So mm-hmm. I don't know. But anyway, the point is is. Yeah. I just wanted to correct what I had said. It's like it's like everybody's like, "Hey, you guys want to do this for a living? How about we don't have to be painters and you know cook preps and bus yeah. drivers and I mean, shit like that? Let's just you know yeah. let's make money." And then there's people that are like, "You know what? This is what's marketable. I'm going to tell you here what's marketable." What they're telling you is is that they're actually going to fund your project and you're going to do it like this, which is brutal. Well, it might be, but again, you don't have the money then beggars can't be choosers that's right well right? i mean the drummer of like Lama if you don't God have the four hundred thousand dollars to throw in to uh, to invest with or even to you know pay for equipment or to whatever the case may be and somebody else is then and now now it's no longer this art this this creative machine it's actually it's a, a job. business it's a business it's, it's a, a job, job. Yeah. the drummer of lama god actually quit lama god he was one uh 
uh, for the very same things. He like I think he stated publicly that he's like I'm not into it anymore. There's some toxicity in the band. Chris Adler, um, I think he was drumming for Megadeth for a bit, but he told like Lamb of God, you know, he had said that he was sick of the formulas, the same thing over and over, and he wants to go do something different or and he's doing a more low-key band but apparently it's not as good but mm -hmm. he, it's that's crazy to me i mean i guess wow. you got to put in into perspective though like i don't know like big band i don't know i maybe there's some clause that that they're like if you're going to be in this band we don't want you to be in other bands or something no he just literally st stated why that he's sick of the same formula sick, sick of writing sick of writing the same way and you hear a new yeah. lamb of god yeah it sound they've definitely got a formula they're sticking to but it's catchy i don't know i, I'm just the, not I wish that the way. musicians a tool thought like that part of me <laughs> well whatever right but here's the thing we both agree that if nickelback yes. walked through here walked into this room mm. right now we producer and produce, wanted us yeah. to be like a, a faux nickelback band and we'd do it. Yeah. And then we'd put that money into the stuff we really want to do. Yeah. And if he was like a fat, greasy guy and was like, listen, I've literally got $2 million, one for you and one for you. But this guy's going to have to suck my dick. You have to suck my dick at the same time. <laughs> we'd be like, so like on our knees or? <laughs> have to look at him in the eye? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> are you going to film it? Uh, <laughs> you know? I guess I'd be, oh, fuck, I don't know. Because I got to get up and go to work tomorrow at 5 a.m. And Yeah. Uh, exactly. Actually, my new job's really interesting. And I've just finished eating noodle cup, noodle bowl, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, no. but you had a rad job oh, yeah, till, no, the rad COVID did, 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 till the till the COVID wasn't really impacted by COVID. Came in. Pardon it me. It wasn't really impacted by COVID. It was just the show ended. So that was no, it. but then it, then the whole movie industry shut down. No, it's, it's back. It's back. It's just me now. I'm just dealing with my own personal poop. Yeah, mostly the uh, the withdrawal of. Uh, what you look you look great like you're chemical. doing okay no i'm not but thank you he did. Okay, so, <laughs> so it's episode zero was him talking about his smoking quitting and we he did a really good job so you have to go check episode zero is that good for the housekeeping because that's amazing okay so next housekeeping um uh my actual first note i re-listened to it and my notes wrong how many notes you got four what why not this will be then this okay. podcast will be housekeeping so my main note then my main note then for housekeeping is that i have to preface that neither of us are experts in anything that we're talking about oh yeah for sure right? like anything so we well sp actually well, no quite often yourself dude <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> um yeah, we'll 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 be saying a lot of things, and we we have said a lot of things in the last two one and a half episodes. But and don't drink the kool um, guys. Just plus, just we enjoy are not the experts. Podcast. So anything that we're incorrect, try not to uh, crucify us too much. But feel free to point out any factual accuracies because we do want to be factual. It's just we are like somewhere in the stupid spectrum, um, and we're just normal people. And so everything that we say is from the normal people's stupid spectrum, and it's bound to have factual inaccuracies. Um, the one thing that I, my first note was that Zeo Sedra was Sumerian. I listened to it again, and I didn't say that he wasn't, right? I thought I claimed that he was Zoroastrian when it's Yima that's a Zoroastrian, mm -hmm. but I couldn't remember Yima at the time. Um, the other thing was is that I said invertebrate a lot. And yeah, I'm gonna be talking about this. I did, and I edited it out. And, sorry, so. and so the two words different. Okay, two two words that sound the Let's same. Let's clarify different for you mostly because I feel bad that I was uh, steering you wrong for the most part. Yeah, you're filling with false information. False you should be information, you fucking asshole. Yeah. So vertebrate, right? 
Something with a spine. Invertebrate. Invertebrate. Something that does not have a spine. Vertebrate, spine. Vertebrate, Invertebrate, spine. no yeah. spine. Yeah. So after, a, like, I was using it interchangeably some, for some reason because I was tired or whatever. I'll blame tired. Well, the three the other thing I mixed up this won't care. is I mixed up um, Bob Lazar when I was talking about Bob Lazar and and stating how thorough I was on researching Bob Lazar. That right there. I actually... Let's take notes here. Oh, I've already got one right here. UFOs and Lazar. That's a podcast topic? Yeah. Great. I mixed up the stories of Richard Feynman and Bob Lazar, and that was really dumb. Right? So it was... Bob Lazar was not the person who was writing the codes to his wife back and forth. Right. That was the factual inaccuracy your and your theory so, on that is actually really fucking interesting i'll try not to swear so much either but you'll probably i don't know i'm not i you swear as you want man this Fuck. is not for children bob lazar you're not gonna get this shit anyway i mean we don't get it adults don't get it that's it yeah your theory about that he was just tricked but i don't know i'd have to disagree i mean i like i said i believe in bigfoot and you don't anyway um well i don't believe in anything that's again another belief and probability belief oh. versus probability is another subject that's next that was, was supposed really. to be this podcast but that'll be next yep this is again um anyway um the other thing that this is a hybrid so, episode just to be clear uh richard Feynman was uh, the person who wrote the notes to his wife in codis and uh lazar was not the rest of the lazar story i believe when i was listening to it i didn't have any other dissonance um, but with the invertebrate part, I was like, did I just say invertebrate? And I listened to it again and I'm like, oh God, that was dumb. So I'm going to, I wrote down here thinking I'm going to have to bring this up because it's dumb that to say. Sense. And then we continued to say it literally like 20 times back and forth. So and when we, you mean like you, 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 no, both of us. Cause even you, you're, you're like, at one point you're like, um, invertebrate. And I'm like, yeah. Mm. when i should have said i should have clued in at that point no actually what are we talking about it's vertebrate Duh. but i didn't right so then we just kept on saying it back and forth back and forth back and forth as we're talking about fucking fish versus octopus. And that's when everyone turned the podcast off. and that's when everybody turned it off no because i edited it out i then oh, was shit. like i can't let that pass so i literally edited out the in part so that we just say vertebrate it doesn't matter. I don't mind admitting to it. Like funny. you're gonna, you're gonna hear like little pops. Yeah, it'll be like, I, yeah. So then you're of it. No, I've been doing editing, sound editing for a long time. I wasn't super thorough, but you don't have to be super thorough to be, to be uh, fairly seamless. Anyway, the other thing that I noticed is that when we were talking about simian creatures being the ape, you know, uh, talking about the brains and the prion disease. Right. We both morphed between simian and symbiont. Oh, Jesus, right? Adam. What's and the so, difference between those ones now? I'm not this smart. Well, a though. simian is like a an ape. And symbionts, like symbiotic relationships. Oh. When you have like some type of a, a mutually beneficial relationship with another organism where you rely on each other. But Yes. You know. This I understand. So anyway, uh, that was the other thing. And it's not a big deal. But while I was editing, that was what I was noticing and going, geez, that's really kind of dumb. But uh, while we're talking, and this is also why I don't want to do a live stuff right away. Because live will come. That's live will come. But at this point, even if, uh, even if we're right, if we're wrong, doesn't matter. I have to go through it all 
right? I imagine so lots I'm, of I'm, people have been wrong. Like, did you? Pardon? You listened to episode zero all the way through. Yes, all the way through twice. Okay, just so then episode one like is now up and I don't. for you to listen to. If you want to listen to episode one, you can. But again, it's two and a half hours. Right? Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a long time. It is, and now I've listened to it like nine times. Right. That's a lot. It is, and I probably shouldn't even admit to that. I should say that I only listened to it quickly once. (laughs) 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 I combed that fucking thing. Listen, man, we're gonna this is a craft. This is a skill and we'll get better at it and then we'll get more confident and then we'll get we'll do live. I mean it's the third time. There's there's tons of mistakes. Like there's actually tons of factual inaccuracies that I left in and then I didn't know because they don't matter, A and B, it's also red herrings. Right, like it and gives if they the audience people. Then, like I said, let just, us know. Just me, let us know. That's where there, people the bitching Facebook at us is actually. Everything. There's yeah, you'll get in touch with us when we become super big stars because of this podcast. It might be harder to get a hold of us, but we'll still be listening. Yeah, for now, we still have our phone numbers right on the f- website. <laughs> We're like, somebody, please, God's sakes, call us and tell us how much we <laughs> suck. I mean, we claimed this podcast doesn't suck on facebook so so and that was that was literally it so aside from that um aside from just like general factual inaccuracies don't that uh he's telling me not to like shake your leg leg. i'm on a lot of caffeine right now my bad yeah no i feel it i feel it but anyway continue it'll just um uh yeah aside from just general factual accuracies because or inaccuracies because i found like what but uh, but it's totally reasonable within the realm of what we can be expected to be as far as accurate goes, you know? Um, and, and it's like funny, like, you know, like the earth plane is a turntable or whatever the fuck the theory was, Ooh, stuff like that. Do a flat earth episode. I'm a yeah, flat earther yeah. now. Are you? Oh, I'd love to do a flat earth episode with no, you. I'm not a flat earther. Ah, too bad. We, we can find one. We we should totally do that. We gotta find one. Uh, I believe the, Take the one of the of members of Deftones is a flat earther. Huh? That's not this, I mean, I don't know. I'm the I'm the metal guy here, I guess. But I'm sure that's incorrect too in some people's eyes. I don't know. But anyway, the yeah, w- you don't cut yourself in the morning. That's so right. You're not that metal. That's right. You don't eat See? raw chicken. You cook your eggs like a pussy. I <laughs> eat them. <laughs> yeah. You don't nail your testicles to a board before you shave them. I don't paint my face in white corpse paint. Um, okay, so speaking of cancel culture, because we just got canceled. Okay. Cancel uh, culture Are you is, done? I'm done with housekeeping. I think we could housekeep every couple episodes and we'd be okay if we really if eventually won't have Maybe. to. Maybe. Or just not take uh, however long that was. I can't even see 20 minutes. We just did 20 minutes of housekeeping because we just... But it was, blah, 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 blah. It was interesting, though. Yeah, no, it's great. So, here we cancel go. Cancel culture. Cancel culture, the left versus the right. What is it? Adam is going to bore the crap out of me with his politics here because I am not... A, I'm just going to state like out loud that I... and uh, uh, Shamelessly, politics are not my thing. I know a lot of people aren't, we know personally that are like real smart on it, argue mm-hmm. it in depth and very articulately on... We're not going to do that on this podcast. I'm thankfully. just not going to be able to. Like, well, and that that eliminates the need for a conversation, right? Because it's not. No, I'm not here to like be like the world according to Adam. Um, we no. don't. As far as left versus right, hammering that out a little bit isn't the worst idea no. because it it's kind of like the playing field that we are living in right now on social media and cancel culture. For whatever reason, 
seems pre- prevalent these so days. prevalent but it's also been something that's been happening well it's been well so it's been brought to my attention that lots of people have been that we can't things have been canceled for a long time we forgot about duck dynasty remember when that came out that was a sensation on everyone loved duck dynasty you may not have but it was huge everyone you could yeah. get their shirts at walmart there that you could it, it, it was a big deal and then they found out that the grandpa or whatever was racist and so gone, it was you gone. don't say okay but like he was that's like those wealth simple commercials that are like i just heard that people are investing in stocks and i had to look into it oh like you seriously this this chick is 27 years old on the youtube ad you literally just discovered that people were come on yeah so i mean obviously i mean that maybe that's a terrible example well no no that's not a terrible example because i remember when that happened and it was like oh whatever no big deal but i don't but here's the difference folks Mm -hmm. i don't believe facebook was he, as huge as it, or social media for that matter was as huge now or wasn't wasn't very i don't even think it was existent then really duck, duck i can't dynasty? remember when duck dynasty came duck, out it was like duck, eight it, nine ten years ago it seems super recent to me it's not that recent you it seems Google super it. recent but here's the thing like we definitely had social media back then we did but it wasn't i don't think but like it isn't ICQ like it is now though like 20 years ago but my point is, I th- it wasn't like it was. There's no. been a lot of things being canceled. Obviously, yeah. people like I mean, they've been when you're blatantly racist or blatantly a rapist or a blatantly. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you, and I it's like I see your dollar that you just above the ante, and I'm gonna raise you like 99 more. Okay, because Duck Dynasty is really recent, and I'm googling it. Cancel culture is forever. Yeah. Like forever, forever. That's oh, just a poor example, I guess. Ever, 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 ever. When did Duck Dynasty air? Cancel culture is old. Like, if you just depends on how you define it, right? 20, like March, tw- so twenty twelve. So it's almost ten years old. Jordan Peterson would probably years. spank me because the theory of cancel culture isn't that old, right? It is and, not. And so the 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 debate about cancel culture and the term cancel culture, but that's kind of like uh, the term conspiracy theorist, where conspiracy theorist is a fairly modern term for something that has been occurring for a long time, people theorizing about conspiracies. Okay, maybe I just haven't been on Facebook that much in the last 10 years and more or less recently. But all I want to say before History. you continue is yeah. you are correct. Yeah. So... But what I believe social media amplifies all of these arguments. That's the biggest problem right now. Because if we're sitting in a restaurant with five or six of the people that are like, cancel Pepe Le Pew or cancel this. If we we're all sitting together in a room, it wouldn't be a topic, a major debate, I don't think necessarily. I think that obviously social media, Facebook, all these, particularly Facebook, really just amplifies this argument and mm-hmm. it's where people can just be so shitty to each other and just say all kinds of messed up stuff mm-hmm. and that's sad but mm-hmm. cancel culture yes it's been around for a long time well yeah and i don't think i don't actually believe in cancel culture to be honest with you well what about there's, the dr seuss books being canceled was like l- let me that's just- not actually that's not that doesn't qualify so the closest what? thing to cancel culture that really starts to qualify and that starts to get a little bit squirrely is when you hear of people not just getting deplatformed, but actually having their monetary income systems like PayPal blocking them. And, oh. and when you get like, so, and there's a fine line where you have like hardcore Nazi people that want to publish stuff and they get, they get barred and it's reasonable. It's fine. Nobody really complains, but somebody who just simply has something to say that PayPal doesn't like or Visa doesn't like or somebody else doesn't like and then having their their 
platform literally entirely demonetized like from the bank up that's when it starts to get squirrely well, as who, far as like an example of who that happened to because like they're well like what's even his name? somebody the dude from hollywood from the me too i don't movie. know was, uh, i heard it i heard it happened to sargon sargon might be a bad example Who's because sargon? a lot of these people are borderline radical or they don't even if they're not radical they have they have a good base of radical followers right but the question really remains what point does it does it justify uh, intervention from companies? At what point does a company's ideology uh, mean that they should be, you know, enforcing some or creating even some community standard or something like that in order to deplatform or silence people? As well, far as Pepe Le Pew getting silenced or well, that's ridiculous. something like that is this is, is silly because like here's mostly the companies so, making their own decisions. So something happened with like like like. Um, Dr. Seuss. So they're like, everyone was like, and the problem too, like, and I'm a, and I'm a victim of this because I shared these memes and I shared, or I shared these articles. They're clickbaity. Dr. Seuss gets canceled. Da da da, racist, this, that, and the other thing. And you're like, oh, and you want to share it. And, but when you actually read the article, you'll find that he, it was only six books that were discontinued as pu being public, being, and it um, wasn't anything to do with cancel culture. Not necessarily. They're just you know the they're just going to stop publishing six certain books because they're they are a bit racist. The, if you look sure. at the pages, it's kind of like oh shit. But they didn't get rid of Doctor Seuss mm -hmm. or sorry, um, Cat in the Hat, um, The Grinch. Like a lot of those are all still going. Mm -hmm. But with, I know you have a good point here coming up. Yeah, yeah. But with with the thing with Pepe Le Pew that drives me nuts is a lot of people. You post it on Facebook and everyone's like. Why would you post this? You're just contributing to the distraction. There's other things happening in the world like bombings and starvation, and that is true. But I also feel that some of these, these, some of these things are setting a, a precedent, a precedent uh, for, you know, a lot of issues like that that could come up. That's the part of the bait. That's the bait. Like cancel the Bible, then I guess cancel. No, 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 but part of the bait is that it's meant to elicit an emotional reaction in you. And it did, and I had to get away from it. And we, I hope we it remember really that right. Pepe Le Pew, like people, are like, why are you clinging on to this character that's an, like a, a nostalgic, blah 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 it's blah. Pretty cringy. Well, it's how cringy is it? It's it's pretty a cringy. cat that's been that bumps into a wall or bumps into something. A white paint falls on it, mm -hmm. and it becomes a skunk. And Pepe Le Pew is mistaking this cat for mm -hmm. a skunk. Mm -hmm. So that's why he's going after it. She's mm -hmm. repelling him because he's a skunk. She's he's going after her because he thinks she's a cat. Mm -hmm. So that to me just sort of cancels out the whole idea of like in, how inappropriate it is. I guess. Um, like, yeah. It's but, just so stupid that we're even talking about it, but it is interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think Pepe Le Pew is a really cringy personally. Oh, really? Like, Absolutely. I, I get, my friends. They're that anthropomorphized animals for one. So we're not just it's talking a cartoon, about it. Though, man. Yeah, but you're you're trying to minimize the impact for no good reason really like i don't agree with cancel culture but i'm not going to minimize the impact of rapey cringy shit right yeah and it watch is it. watch who's it. watching like have you not watched it recently watch it you're literally talking about like animals in nature hold each other down and 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 force sex if they can they really do uh animals animal humans before we were civilized we did the same thing and people are still yeah, like cavemen banging the cave woman doing it to dragging them. her into the cave or cavemen banging the caveman because he's close right <laughs> and he's bigger and a hole is a hole um either way right it's it's just like the whole okay the whole enforcement of your own 
lusts on somebody else is cringy. Um, Peppy Le Pew is a cartoon. Them, I guess. He is being incredible. Like she's doing everything she can to get out of his grip. Yeah, but he's, he's like, like mon ami, but why can't you resist me? Yeah, I am so like it's, honestly, like it's that, playful. It's not like get over here, yeah, you little no. cat. It's like she needs to know the softest place under his chin to put the point of the knife before she puts it into his head. Because that's what women should do to guys like that. Well, yeah, if in real life. Okay, and here's another thing we got to remember. Against the soft part of his under chin (laughs) and and push until he stops. And he'll stop. Guarantee you he'll stop. You know, I was at, I was watching, I was was reading over the shoulder of a three-year-old the other day. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, You're hilarious. That was extreme. Whatever. I mean, but hey, that's how you feel. And people feel that way. And I I can totally see where you're coming from. I Mm -hmm. don't think you're wrong. I totally agree and see where people are coming from. I disagree somewhat. I think I I, I don't I think it's a bit silly. Like I remember watching Peppy the Pew when I was a kid and I was just like, this kind of this character sucks. Like where's the Tasmanian devil? Where's fucking Martin the Martian? Okay, let's just say But I have to clear something up because I said I was reading over the shoulder of a three year old. Yeah. I was at a meeting the other day and someone had brought their child. There's a three year old kid, right? Just Mm -hmm. a little dude. And he wasn't even he I was looking at him like what you, he's on the phone there watching stuff because mom's busy and he's got to stay distracted. And he was he wasn't even watching any cartoons. I was like, I asked him. I said, "Do you like Scooby Doo?" He's like, "Ma, I don't like Scooby Doo. Whatever." He's watching these fruit face things talking like it. The it's the weirdest stuff. So my point is, I don't even think these kids are watching Peppy Le Pew anyway, or most Looney Tunes. No, the kids the kids almost have no idea. But at the same time, you are creating. Um, normalizations, right? I get it. Or yeah. stereotypes Fair or enough. whatever, stuff like that. Now, in the case of like Pepe Le Pew, it, was it like silence culture? Was it was it people complaining against Pepe Le Pew that caused them to do it or did they do it themselves? I don't know. Because if they did it themselves... Sorry, then, say it again. Was it was it like who? pressure from third parties complaining to the company to work? Oh, who started? Well, it it's like Twitter people mm. are just like... But was it? Because Mr. Potato Head, they changed it themselves. That, that got Mr. retracted, Potato, though. I think Mr. Potato Head's even stupider. Really? Well, I bought into... Oh, yeah. And then there was even a Grease one. There was the movie The Grease. Someone had yeah. said... Um, someone yeah, had they said, oh, canceled Grease. They were... Well, I know. But the fact is that it was an article that was poorly mm-hmm. written. But it's a, like... But there were people that were like... There was a... Out of a hundred... Out of a thousand comments in the Grease post, on the mm-hmm. Grease article, out of a thousand, like four of them were like some chick that, or some person mm-hmm. that was like, this is cringy and gross and it should be canceled. The majority... The vast majority of people are like, grow up, people. Like, give me... But, yeah. So... Yeah. No, absolutely. I think the vast majority of people would be like, why don't we just not watch it? Well, the vast why majority of people are choked about Peppy Le Pew. Like, uh, why not we... Do, like... Being I have, canceled, not... Yeah, like, do we even need to know that the Dr. Seuss books are no longer being printed? Because that's really what it amounts to. That pertains to your argument, though, of the cultural evolution. Like, are we going to, like, I was taught, someone had said, I can't remember I read this, but someone had said, like, if you read those books and you were a black kid or an Asian Mm -hmm. child, that you'd be reading these books and you'd be, and it would put you in in an awkward position. You'd be like, why, like... That, Absolutely, right. You feel like it's talking about you. That's and the right. Representation that's, in that book is not good. That's not fair. No, it's definitely not fair. So, pull it. But why do we even need to know? Why is this even? Why do we even know? Okay, so that like I don't follow Doctor Seuss. Well, I like to think well, you don't follow Doctor Seuss. Either. Well, not really, but I do like that book. Just well, d- d- the Mulberry Street. You don't book. follow Doctor Seuss. No, I don't. 
You don't follow anything they do. You don't follow any of the I had an emotional reaction to it. You never yes, cared. You didn't ever care about Dr. Seuss until somebody wanted you to care and they elicited an emotional reaction with a, of an article. And then they went and bombed. Totally a designed to piss you off and it worked. Like, yeah, right. And you're aware of that. But the thing is, is that we didn't even need to know about it. Um, nobody canceled it. Cancel culture. So then what are they doing? Is a hype about something that almost doesn't exist. So that's what my friend and had said. When it does Shout exist. Shout out to fucking Oak. When it does exist, um, it exists in a lot of ways. Like the right right now, and this is back to our main subjects, right and left. The right, which is usually traditionally fundamental Christian. Okay. So sorry. Yeah, so the, the far so right, just, the far right. Yeah, let's just cut. Let's just say the center is the ideal neutral person. Okay. The center is the ideal neutral. Fair enough. Now the left and the right are are divided by multiple things. Personalities. No. Personality structures. No. What? Well, no. 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 It's just the ideologies at this point, right? Mostly, um, but they're divided by a lot of things. But traditionally, now in in social spheres, you've got traditional Christian conservatism on the right, and you've got uh, almost normal people on the left. Oh, sorry. No, I'm not kidding you. No, I agree. Like the 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 vast majority of people. And now this isn't actually this is fiery water because what's dominating in today's culture is actually different than that. But like say 20 years ago, you and I, no question whether or not we would have been left. 20 yeah. years ago no question no question like dude like look at my hair i got long hair you're you're you think you're neutral but a person on the right would have been like no trust me buddy you're a left you're a leftist like you're like a step away from marxism to them right, right. you're radical you're a hippie and so i would say the same thing to a hedonist. hardcore right like i'd be like what fundamental christian like yeah oh, no. you know like, what? they like use a ruler to get their hair parted Perfectly. Sleeping in separate beds when you're married, like, huh? Sleeping in separate beds until you're married would be like, yeah, so. Right? Like, not having, uh, this Whereas is not so we far, would be right? like, well, how do you know what you're getting? And hold on, right? let me just make simple. Sure. Like, this is, this is, this, this political structure is like Western, right? This isn't obviously, this yeah, is American. This is, well, this is Western. I know, I may sound stupid. Just bear with me, okay? It's People. Western. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about and the but 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 the but the the left and the right now now you've got extremes right um, where the extreme left is really kind of like post modern Marxists people with really really extreme ideas of uh, like that it's the left used to be liberal and the right was conservative the left is no longer liberal even like they've actually literally gotten out of liberalism and now the right are the only people who even really encompass liberalism by liberalism. I mean like the thing that made all of the neutral countries in the world. Good. The thing that makes us good democracy yeah. and stuff is now being split is, up. is well, it's actually the left is moving outside of it now. And the left is starting to encompass a far more radical version of the left to the point where people like you and me who are like kind of left, you know, we were into skateboarding, we're into rock and roll, we're motorcycles. You know, you've done more chicks. Yeah, you've done more drugs than somebody that's a right winger, right? Like a traditional right winger. We've literally lived lifestyles of what you would consider in the sixties for sure to be like total like bohemian left. 
mm-hmm. right? But we would be perceived in social media today as as probably being right wing. Well, like that's the problem. You're, you're first of all, you're male and you're white and you've got tattoos. So, and you're like not opposed to like joining something. What'd you say? What or? I joined, I joined a men's group. I a don't men's sh- group. Okay, so let's just say, let's, we don't even have to name it. Let's just say yeah, the I men's don't know if group. I can. Now, now you're uh, even a part of a men's group. So yeah, but you're, it's for men that have been emotionally like... Yeah, but you're are, like center, you're right of center to just, just to the assumption. I guess people. Okay, but what I'm going to say like to me, it's like it's a men's group about empowering men with healthy masculinity. Oh, which, yeah. which it doesn't wow. exist. What's that stop? It literally like, does not exist. If you're uh, if you're a, like a, a radical feminist today, oh, I know. That's literally does not exist. To me, man. Like what, and, men and, have been like. There's a lot of men that have yep. been, but feminism beaten down emotionally, dudes, and yep. do Feminiz- that. Fe- feminism began as a as a liberal uh, civil rights movement, and it is now ending uh, outside of liberalism. Outside of the ideas and the tenets of liberalism, they're really uh, getting getting into the Marxism. Same with the BLM. Okay, wait, what is Marxism's, dude? Marxism's communism. Marxism's early Russian communism, right? So Marxism's even before communism in Russia became really prevalent because then it became uh, more uh, a Lenin-Stalin thing. Um, They changed they changed the ideologies to their own. To their own purpose and marx even at the time wasn't super happy with it but marxism is essentially the core of uh communism redistribution of wealth the idea that the people um should be the um should be the well uh benefactor right of, and th- that isn't so bad if you think well, about not, it but it's cor- not, it's corporations not, it's not so bad at all capitalism isn't necessarily working like let's say a capitalism. I think that everyone should have the right to make a good amount of money and do their thing. But don't you think that at some and they point, have it in capitalism. Yes, but don't yeah. you think there should be a point where you make like where you have a giant freaking house, you own four cars, a private jet, you can have anything you want, any girl, anything. You've done it. You've made it. Isn't there a point now where it's just okay? Like let's like now let's put it in cruise control and like put like it, give back to someone who's suffering, man. The thing is, like, is that communism's good in some ways, and co- and 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 capitalism. That's not true at all. I totally disagree. I don't really know I'd enough. Say, though, I'd about say that the funny thing is, is that or sorry, um, people communism. like I it, it, go back to 1900, right? Communism's a, <sighs> like let's go back to or even after that, like the Bolshevik thing or. If you go back to the root of communism and you say, let's just say communism replaces capitalism from okay. that, from that point on, we literally wouldn't be having this conversation. We wouldn't okay. have these Yeti mics or these computers. Why not? Because this is a result of capitalism, right? Okay. Mics didn't I'm even exist. A balance. Microphones, microphones like this didn't even exist. USB didn't exist. The only reason we have computers and USB and all the sorts of, of shit capitalism. is because capitalism actually... Uh, rewards ingenuity. It rewards uh, okay, but invention I'm and 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 huge. moving forward. And the, the it's really yes. a technological revolution Fair that enough. is fueled by the opportunity to profit from it. And if you take away that opportunity to profit, there's no incentive to do it. And that's what communist countries don't get. And if they try to get communist, the first thing they're going to lose is all the incentive to innovate. First, but okay, not entirely though, like because you just said that part of communism was mm-hmm. giving back to was distrib- distribution of wealth. 
but there's no wealth. Okay, so you need to integrate. That's the problem. Okay, I you know. You just took away all the wealth. I understand. So no, it doesn't I'm matter, saying there right? should be wealth, but it should be at a point where there, where we're not in extreme wealth and extreme poverty. I'm saying you should have some, the, the concept of giving back and, and spreading the wealth out. So yeah, we should be able to get out and go out there and achieve and, and make those microphones and make those computers. But, mm-hmm. you know, there should be a point where like, I don't need billions and billions of dollars while other people have nothing. That's great. So don't have it. I think there needs to be some sort of there needs to be some sort of like meter like who needs a freaking an island where they can go and fuck it like I don't know but the left versus right um, the thing is is the censorship is almost a baby of the right right so right now there there's a there's a tendency for the right to complain you know, Pepe Le Pew's canceled. The Potato Head's canceled. It's, well, the Potato—it's a gender know. thing. But that—that that, once again, that article is so clickbaity. It's—it's it's cancel culture. The term cancel culture was created by, as far as I'm aware, by the right. And if it hasn't, then it's certainly been perpetuated okay, so by how the long right. It's been around then to describe the left, right? Well, as far as the discussion goes, the discussion's super new. Before the discussion, we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years of the right canceling the left now we've got like a year of the left canceling the right two years three years five years right so essentially the left have learned from the right how to get together and cancel people because the christian right-wing christian coalition created cancel culture in north america like they patented the formulas on how to bullshit people and round them up and get them opposed to things Right, right. Like there's like lists the mob mentality thing. There's like lists of shit that the Christian coalition have tried to cancel. And there's another problem. We would have mass censorship. Mass censorship. The fact that the left was liberal for the last say eighty years. The fact that the left was liberal, and that that is the base people. Most of the absolutely most of the people. And they've prevented everything from being banned. They've done their best, you know. We have censorship on TV, but it's reasonable. You have some censorship where it's like, okay, well, you're not allowed to, you know, get like this book by this anti-Semitic guy, but you're still allowed to get Mein Kampf mm-hmm. from by Hitler, right? Like you're still allowed to get books that are okay. super questionable so this- because liberalism requires freedom of information. Now today, the liberal movement or the left as you could really call it because these aren't again these aren't like liberal people this is just the left so it's probably the smallest amount of people but they're making the most noise and they're trying to control what people can be exposed to based off of what they consider to be values and the left as far as liberals should have learned the lesson over the last multiple hundred years of the Vatican to the church of England, to your local church, to your local, like, you know, Christian Karen, who, (laughs) 
who or or the people in the schools who like take out the ruler when a girl wears a skirt to make sure that it's well, the right length of distance thing. between. Why are all the, the Catholic girls wearing t- little skirts anyway? Isn't that a bit weird? Anyway, it's totally weird, dude. Like it's not like I ride. I like I have a big Catholic school by my house. I've taken buses or you're driving by or whatever, yep. and you see all these little girls out there and they're freaking. It's gonna get it, but it's strange. You're like, why lower that skirt down and pass your knees then? Yep. God fearing. Yep. That's odd to me. There's little things like that. Like, and then like, even just like the fact that Catholic priests have, we've heard that they've been molesting boys because you're supposed to stay, you're not, no sex. Mm-hmm. So, but so if there's no sex, then we'll, we'll molest little boys. I mean, it's just, these, it's just, everything's so backwards and doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And it's literally fucking up people's lives because of what they think are ideals. Yeah. The the exactly. religious right is truly the ideologue of of the last millennia for sure, and, and it's really since the history of North America, the Christian Church has been the ideologue who's enforced their own value system on absolutely everybody else, regardless of what they might think. Yeah, to the point where they'll murder and sure kill and yep, no, oh, yeah, sure. And Which brings me back to saying, hey, let's cancel the Bible. So with the left versus right, the most interesting thing is that I don't think, like, say the people that we know, I don't think that those people count in those terms anymore. Like the they would have say if you if you retrospectively, like, let's just say we go back to the gazebo days. Oh right? wow, I remember. Those we're days. all we're all harsh lefties. Yeah, we're all hippie, right? hippies. We're all up, hippies. Uptown, playing our guitars. Yeah, we're also stupid. We're dumb. Well, no, there's right. potential there. There's we're all we're all questioning and mm-hmm. reading books and but it's the we're inquisitive saying, hippies. If you're not a liberal in your 20s, then you have no heart, and if you're not a conservative in your 30s, then you have no brains. Um, it's easy for for people who have nothing to think to be generous with other people's money and to be generous philosophically with how we think the system should be run. Again, saying that there should be a cap on money. Well, that's easy for you to say because you're now talking about somebody else's money. And interestingly enough, once we get into the principles, the mechanics, if we have the ability to limit how much money a person can make, who gets to choose that? And you know, what's well, the, the limits pe- on the, the people the, that are the choosing? The Great Reset gets to choose that. You will own nothing and yeah. you will be happy. And you will be happy. Things will be delivered to you by drone. <laughs> like what? So maybe even two years ago, three years ago, um, people would have counted more as left and right. But nowadays, I honestly think if we were to sit down, just like pick five random people that you and I both know together and sit them down, only a couple of them would actually display the traits that are now being displayed by either to the left or the right, right? Because the right's like, again, people consider me right wing and I actually identify as being center right. Right. As long as you don't identify as a the the people who think that they're left now only think that they're leftist or rightist because of previous <clears throat> identifications to things. If they realized where the path was going, then they'd be like, "Oh, actually, I'm not about that. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not into uh, that." Yeah. Like, if it comes down to like you're not opposed to gay marriage, I'm not opposed to, and gay marriage. you're. No, of course not. But like, 
No, I know. The people on the left just think, obvious things. you know, you think, well, I'm not opposed to gay marriage and I'm not opposed to abortion, so I must be a lefty. Right. So why do we have to Be, label it then? What are you, Adam? Like deep down, like what do you? What do you? Well, the labels. What do you want to the see? The labels are all incredibly wrong. That's the problem. Well, that's yeah. Is that they're mis they're mislabeled, because being left and right politically has nothing to do with any of this shit. Left and right politically has nothing to do with social issues. It's about how you manage. It's different uh, different approaches to government administration. <clears throat> it's different approaches to the relationship between the government and the people. And ultimately, we are all liberal. Conservatives are liberal and liberals are liberal, at least when you compare it to like monarchy, monarchy or yeah. communism or fascism. Fascism. Or, like, you know, like when it comes right down to it, democracy is okay. So perfect, tell me, but tell me what a proud boy is technically. Like, what are these, these proud boys all about? The, the proud boys are, are like a pro men's movement. That oh, shit. <clears throat> that so they're far left the, or they're far right aren't they well they're 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 perceived as far right by the left as far as like if you were to again <coughs> sit in the center and try to figure out where everybody is um the if you identify the far right as say um um more more for about institutions more about uh, you know, prisons? whereas you've got institutions versus people. Well, maybe you could get prisons or churches or governments or it's just the idea that institutions should have more authority than people or the idea that people should have more institution or more authority than, you know. But again, these when it comes right down to it, like the left ideology is used against people in order to convince them of socialism and communism, which are in fact kind of like right righty principles because they, they take away the people's ability to be the people that they are. Right. It's like, you know, you, you no longer can criticize your government. You no longer can. Well, that's what's bad. Once you get into authoritarianism or, shit, or right? totalitarianism where, well, when you boil socialism down and when you boil communism down, what you end up with is you end up like in modern day in the future, we're, we're aiming towards a technocracy as technocracy. a as a model of communism. What's that? Where we don't, we don't this vote is the for reset. people. This is the reason now we're moving into the reset. Idea. Well, this is, this is basically like, um, similar to Chinese structure. Right. Where you don't have democracy. You don't actually vote for people and you don't have, proportional representation or anything democracy is thrown out the window liberalism is thrown out the window and instead uh rather than being a nation of free individual people who then vote for their representation the nation itself kind of takes on the it grows the vertebrate it grows the the it grows a spine and becomes the the mo of the people where um so I'm doing a horrible job. Artificial intelligence takes over, basically. <laughs> no, no. It's just the relationship between the government and the people. Um, most of us and the, like the founders of both of our nations, U.S. and Canada, were more or less uh, libertarian. Where but they early government. wanted less government intercession. Um, they wanted less, like at that point, the government was the British government. But both even, both of our countries. But the founding fathers, like their ideals, were actually pretty good, weren't they? They were like, great. Yeah, like the like yeah. America is like not even about its 
like and we've and we've drifted to it right now right it's drifted to it's, what drifted well, away from it drifted away from it that's a very much an individualism because they're trying to get away from collectivism now we're trying to go back to collectivism but the weird part is is that on the left people are being influenced their their perception is being kind of manipulated to and you accept social media for collectivism that. while believing that they're actually accepting media. individualism right because it has a lot to do with like civil rights movements and that's why uh like say the marxists have really glommed onto the blm movement and it's it, even something like ubi ubi is is creepily universal basic income creepily marxist How does that work even like oh. it's just the whole idea though that the government's responsibility is to take care of you and should be providing for you a uh a basic income but then you could well, still go allowance. and work though right you're like a child now with an allowance yeah you can go to work and here's your allowance you can go to work but you also get an allowance <clears throat> is not how it works or is absolutely it, that's kind of cool though isn't it like if i get a thousand bucks every two weeks plus i go to work i don't know i can't afford it, shit i don't agree that it's cool why I, well, because where does that money come from, though? That's where are they the problem. Pull? Yeah, that's right? what I don't understand. Where that's the problem. So then we go um, debt. There's the whole idea thing. is that it's a redistribution of funds. Where well, okay, okay, it's like so that's what we're talking. So this yes. is this is what I'm saying. So those massive dudes with the big houses and the giant jets uh-huh. and all the girls, uh-huh. the thousand bucks a week comes uh-huh. from them. Well, that's every two weeks. That's where it comes from, anyway. Right. The difference is, is that. Um, <laughs> I would want it to be coming from them from a reasonable and fair means, whereas What's the distribution fair of, means to you, uh, like just an income tax, you pay income tax. It's a reasonable income tax, right? Well, they don't get taxed as much as we do, which is fucked, right? I, I personally happen to agree with that. It, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but you can't tax the rich apparently based on some of the things I was watching. Some, ah, fuck, well, the problem is, is that the more money you make, the more you can pay an accountant to find you tax loopholes, but also the more tax loopholes you qualify for, which isn't necessarily the worst thing. But in my in my uh, utopia, okay, everybody yes. would pay a flat tax rate, and that would be it. And then the right? rich, rich, rich would pay whoa, the poor, poor, poor a thousand bucks every two weeks. No. <laughs> that's my utopia. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's because you want the thousand bucks, and that's. Well, I'm gonna go work that's too. Where, though. I'm gonna go work as well. Where the population gets sucked into it, right? Is like the first thing that any wise person should be weary of is somebody oh, who is offers you your money back, right? Okay, sorry, say that again. I interrupted you. Somebody you should be looking out for is somebody who offers you your money back. As a voter, you are paying taxes for a good reason. We have welfare, right? I personally, I'm okay with, say, increasing welfare. Triple, quadruple it. Yeah. Literally, right? So and that you're gonna get a lot of people it like, benefits don't do me. anything, man. You, oh, really? I don't agree. I, I'm the conservative, and I literally don't agree with that. I don't agree that, that abuse is prevalent enough to not help people. Okay, wait, what? I don't think that abuse is prevalent enough what to kind? not help people. What do you, what kind of abuse? Well, you just said that people will do nothing. Or I feel that if you give, if you if, okay, so I feel like if you tripled welfare, welfare is like seven fifty a month, dude. It's fucking astronomically like low. Yeah. So if you quadrupled it, uh, I feel that 3, there is a percentage a of people that mm-hmm. would just would just sit there and wither away on it. Okay. So what about EBI? It's two thousand. 
So what if what? you if you trip UBI is two thousand? What's that? Universal basic income. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So that's what they're that's what they're basically suggesting is two thousand. So if everybody got two thousand a month, then that's really barely lower. It's well, it's a. I'm saying, well, with universal, it's the same less, thing so. as uni- universal basic income. Like, obviously, if you give people that kind of like, you give nobody them can money. live off UBI though. Pardon me. Nobody can live off UBI. Well, no so you're not off. making anybody any lazier. My opposition to UBI is in that now everybody's going to be lazy. I'm not saying everyone. I'm saying that you start giving free money to people. There's going to be not free money. Well, start giving their money back to them in ways that are manipulative and coercive, so that you're really fooling them. Yeah. Ah. I see. <laughs> yeah, that's really it. And so that you're forming a different type of a relationship rather than free people who are independent and who are expected to be self-sufficient with a safety net, just in case you do, if you do slip, because we all slip and you need a safety net. And I'm, I'm okay with social programs, but again, I prefer to triple welfare and redefine EI and not even humor something like UBI because UBI is well, again it's, the it's a difference thing. but it's not it's the difference in relationship UBI says that the government is responsible for you as a person and that they have to give you this money as an allowance right okay once the government's responsible for you as a person it's like a guardianship oh, right okay you know what guardians get to do they get to decide, decide things for, for you. you. I guess. Well, does that mean you sign a contract saying that, okay, if I get this. People who you, need it probably will. But with, but so. The if you don't need it, EI, then it's not going to affect you. So you're you, saying but, not everybody would be on EI then. You're saying triple, you'd say quadruple the welfare. Of course. No, so you'd have to still apply for these things. You'd still have to apply for EI. You'd still have to apply for welfare. Yeah. How long would you be getting it for? And then? then you wouldn't be wasting also money on wealthy people because if you get $1,000 and I get $1,000, it goes straight back into the economy. Because you're going to spend it. You're going to spend it. Toothpaste. If this person that makes $450,000 gets an extra grand, then that just means that they buy an extra $1,000 of stocks. It goes straight into their into their portfolio. Because they don't need that money. They're not going to spend it. It's not going to be like, oh, no, I'm going to. They could have gotten everything they wanted anyway. No, it just goes into their into their portfolio. So rich people get universal. And you have to give it to rich people as well. Otherwise, it's really strange. Like, it's. So it's why not can't universal. Just, once you're up past a certain amount of like well, I don't know, so it just really wouldn't work. Like I'm making, it would I make work. five it million work, a year, but it's, it's a relationship. Five million a year. So now that I'm up, I'm capped out at five million or one billion a year. Let's say. Why I'm, would you cap somebody? I'm just saying. So anything above that goes to the So that rich dude doesn't get his the UBI reason, check. The reason why that wouldn't work is that anybody who made a lot of money would leave your country. <laughs> the whole, yeah. I'm not kidding. I well, they they do that's not, what they I'm do anyway. Kidding. I mean, that's what people they they leave anyway. The, a lot of the money that that people make in the history of you know in the like 20, 20, 21st century has been rooted to places like the Cayman Islands because of tax laws. Yeah, right. Well, when the U.S. Cool. is like we need to tax everybody at seventy five percent, they're really only taxing like the lowest margin of that tax bracket. Whereas all the highest margin, they're going to figure out a way to to get the money out of the tax system okay, so rather than pay the tax. Do you believe, like, well, what do you think? You think people should be making more? Like Bill Gates, for example, the guy makes, he's just, he's just worth trillions. Yep. 
Uh, do you actually hear on a side note? Do you think that those conspiracies are true? Like out of curiosity, Adam, like that he's like trying to fucking vaccinate the world and chip everybody, and he's fucking fucking. Up I don't think third. he's evil. No, no, yeah, I think right? he's Google. He's what? He's Google. What's Google? he's worse than evil? Is he's a progressive? And a progressive. Wait a minute. Is somebody? What? He's worse than evil. He's a progressive with the most money that you know. Uh, so second he's richest. bad. He's bad in your opinion. Uh, I think Google. I think what he does has a huge word. potential to be bad. I think what he does has a huge potential to be good. It just depends, right? Unfortunately, progressives just do things, and they think that what they think is what, is what's good. So he's neutral. He's just because I would doing. guess. I would okay. I would guess that he means well. That's right. But I see what you're saying. He's a progressive. I do not he think he doesn't well, mean well. But in the wake of his fucking shit, yes, people are going to suffer. I think that he will cause suffering ah. because. Uh, progressives do things without without consequence necessarily thinking them entirely through and it's and you can't right the whole idea of he's a of like we need to do something now we need to make huge shit yeah like he's talking about throwing shit into the atmosphere to block the sun what and why well because that's what that's been the discussion forever now if you if you were familiar with uh um um, Listen, man, I just watched the Netflix documentary to, on him, and I found yeah. it interesting, okay? If you're familiar <laughs> with trying to block the sun, then we've literally got like a century of people proposing different things from soil to sulfur to dioxins to different like things in order to block the sun, sun? to why to lower the temperature of the surface of the earth to, so that we don't... You don't even think global warming's real. I, which I don't dispute global warming at all. I thought you said to me once that it, you'd think it's I not. said the paper, um, catastrophic, catastrophic global anthropomorphic or anthropomorphic catastrophic global warming, the paper that was being th- passed around by the UN, I didn't agree with that one. I didn't agree with the hockey stick or the perspective that uh, it's like, now, 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 let's start a carbon, a carbon uh, economy. It's To me, it's just a big banking scam. It's a scam put out by bankers okay. to make more money. So, but is there like is are we pl- uh, are we increasing the carbon dioxide in the atmosphere by p- putting it there? Yeah, obviously we are, right? Sure. Nope. Like if you add water to a cup, does it get? Farther? Are the polar ice caps <laughs> melting at such a drastic fucking rate that it's gonna like flood the oceans and take over and uh, our our la- like 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 some of the coastlines? Doesn't appear to be. Yeah, right? I know. Well, like the same coastline when we were kids and when my dad was a kid is still there in, in our neck of the woods. Um, other places, the coastline's changed. I'm not I'm not thinking that it has anything to do with the actual water levels. I'm thinking it has to do with the ground level. But the other thing is that water levels at different places of the, of the oceans change at different rates because it's not all the same level right yeah like sea levels uh uh not a determinate thing it's kind of indeterminate well, it's based the, the, off of, of of like a calculation because you know but some of the it's it's like if you were to take the center of the earth and then the sea level it's going to be different everywhere everywhere the tide obviously but not just the tide but also just the distribution there of was the water few, and the the shape of the planet because of gravity and the everything who right? was it so. i was watching the documentary that leonardo dicaprio did and even jack black was in there and jack black goes to fucking floor goes to florida and they're like this and they're just they're like we project this will be underwater by you know two or three feet by that's bullshit well, everybody's that's it. everybody's just on the pipe though right 
They're literally on the pipe and they're smoking each other's shit. Wasn't like I just like man the amount of research you need to do to really dig deep. But even then, are you getting the right info? Um, that's anyway, we're fifteen around between twelve and fifteen thousand years ago. Who wants to hear us talk about the mankind? Twelve to fifteen thousand years ago, mankind lived in many cultural centers all over the river basins and the ocean basins. Yeah. And they were, and the evidence of all that was completely wiped out because it rose like 134 meters. Do you know how much 134 meters is? That's a lot. That's so much that you can expect that the that's in, a lot, a lot. The entire cities of every single city, every single Gone. village, of every single cultural center, of every single human people are all underwater now. All of them. So we have like a Guadalupe Tepe. <laughs> I say that wrong. So you totally much. said that wrong. I know. Like, like, oh, you got oh, fog. That's a trippy place, right. man. Yeah. Um, What's it called? Now you got to Google it. Gobbly gook. Gobbly gloopy gleppley. <laughs> Fuck. And I just, I just heard Graham Hancock talking about this and Art Bell. Go Beckley. Go Beckley. Tepe. Beckley Tepe. Oh, so close. I actually typed in Gogolepi Tepe and it knew what I was Did talking about. Did you know that they actually, Go back there's tepe. proof that they actually buried that themselves. Hmm. Cool. They rather didn't just get buried in sand? No, they're saying that it actually was buried purposely. by the people purposely. Hmm. That's insane. Yeah. I, I have Can to you put it that. in perspective what this is? Because I could, I'll fuck it up. Okay. Uh, it's an ancient city. It's, or an ancient, um, ruins it's the oldest one in the world that we know of and Recent, most recently found too most recently discovered yeah well it's yes yeah, it was, was just, discovered <clears throat> i don't know it was made a world heritage site in 2018 10, yeah fuck but 18 no sooner than that it was discovered probably in like 2013 or 14 or something yeah uh, it's uh, uh it's been excavated since 1996 Oh, it was found in 96. It goes back a little bit further, but uh, anyway. it discovered in 1963. What? Yeah. So. Oh, wow. At any rate, it's like 12,000 years old or something like that. And so it is, the, it would be the, uh, it's dated between 9,600 and 7,000 BC. But it's weird. So 9,600 would be. And why, how does that uh, relate to 12,000? 12, 12, global so. warming. <laughs> We're crazy. How does it relate to global warming? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, all of the other civilizations all the other towns that are like Gobleketepe um are now underwater and are probably just completely fucked right because it's like the literally the water's been coming in and out as an ocean tide for it probably spent like three thousand years just wiping out whatever evidence of human existence uh and covering it in sand maybe if there's some cut stone stuff in the ocean now we'd be able to see it if we used like lidar or something um but for for the most part, we're not going to know about human civilizations previous to that period because they're underwater. They're gone. Like they've how, they've been erased by ocean. And how did, was that? A, Except for was that a cataclysm? Like we just snap, crackle, pop? But that's over time. It's over time, but it, it it really does appear. At least it reads as a relatively quick incident. Where one hundred thirty meters. One hundred thirty meters. Yeah, that's fucking deep, man. Remember, a meter is three point three feet. That's quite a, quite a lot. I'm terrible at math too. I'm not good at. Po I don't know politics. I'm terrible at math. I'm really. I am quite dumb. <laughs> As we stated at the beginning. No, I'm not dumb. That's not nice. You don't want to say stuff like that to yourself. 
Um, that's that uh, seems like a meteor strike kind of like levels there, buds. Well, it'd be the um, Ice Age recession, right? right? Because the Ice Age started 250 million years ago and has been receding and receding and receding and receding. What that event would be would probably be like some gigantic, huge chunk of iceberg that's now uh, melting, like, but like huge, 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 right? A major quick warming event that um, raises sea levels dr- dramatically. I mean, it could have even, what is it saying? Between four and 2,000 years, so that's a couple thousand years. Of, uh, so anyway, getting back to the topic here, um, just like the the rising sea levels now that we're exaggerating a lot of that. Is that basically some of that's just an exaggeration? Oh, it's totally an exaggeration. It, anything that happens now, say like since the '40s, you really have to wait against whether or not it's there to fuck with you or whether or not it's real, right? And it really is. There's that, a lot of proof, though. I would say that, like you know, that oceans levels are rising. Well, just even that literally, the, we like, live. The planet's fucking dying. We man. live at like we. You've driven to White Rock numerous times in your life. Oh yeah, you have. I was there right? recently. It's it's an ocean. It's literally the ocean and the beach and the road. We would have moved up three houses by now. Yeah, since we well, first right. came. Since we first came, and you've been here how long? No, no, no. Think about it in terms of how long have people been in BC living in White Rock? Oh, wow. Right? Yes. Yeah. That, that 100 years. That, that o- at least that ocean and that rock and that pier that's been there, they haven't moved it up. Yeah. They haven't had to move all the shit inland. Interesting. I live right on the Fraser, the largest yeah, river in Western Canada. Right now, that's a actually. tidal river that literally goes up and down as a result of the ocean tides. It hasn't been moving up. I'd, I'd literally be like, wow, this is a great place to live because you can't see it, obviously, if you're Even in the last podcast, 20 years, though. I like, live, like, right along the river. We would be moving up to, like, Kingsway or some shit because, the, oh, you know, it's like, oh, the ocean keeps rising, so we're losing land. <laughs> yeah. We're losing real estate, you know? You could talk about Florida, but there's, all, there's also other things where you end up having different uh, tectonic plate stuff where maybe the east coast of florida and maybe like louisiana where it's sinking maybe it's going down you know the the water isn't necessarily rising you get a coral atoll i just want to know what that's like okay this coral atoll is obviously going under well okay well how much has the water raised i believe the ocean you know the coral atolls are explain that say the answer coral atolls are like islands that are made of coral Okay. Right. And there's that's one of the things that you hear about the threats is in the middle of the ocean there'll be an atoll. The water's rising. Right? Well, is it? Is the atoll going down? Is the water rising? Why is it rising there? Why isn't white rock under the threat, right? So it's it's so much of what we deal with these days is either exaggerated or it's just simply manipulative. Right. Anything that goes through the UN, the UN is like a humongous propaganda machine. Why? It hasn't become that suddenly. It's always been that way. See, that sucks. The whole point of the UN is to represent the global hegemonies and have them all get along and, and they work together. There's no altruism. Altruism is a myth, right? It's the naivety project, if you believe in the altruistic 
portion of it, but it's literally just no, it's not. Never has That's been. That's sad, like the United Nations, because you think, oh, cool. Like, well, they're not bad, right? Well, I mean, nobody's they're, really... They're still, they're, they're still nefarious in some ways. It's like globalistic. Yeah. When uh, I, read, I read the... Now we're talking about world elites thing again, you know, and that's what I wonder about, like these world elites that govern the planet and, and control the, what, what our movements are as poor-ass people, you know, what... A, the government elites are more important than anything else. Which that's that's the problem. Um, I'm really trying to, th- and not even the government elites. Just and let's here we just get say back the to elites, left versus right, kind of maybe. Um, you know, what's his face there? That that hippie guy with Donald the, Trump? No, no, no. The, with the eyebrows, the hippie guy. You like him, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Russell what? Brand. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um. Russell Crowe is not the Russell Br- Russell Brand. Oh my God! Russell, you know what's the guy? The hippie guy with the fucking unibrows. <laughs> Russell, I like Russell Brad. He is yeah, a big flamboyant and can be. Cool. I, I can see how people don't like him, but he's. Yeah, I think he's but great. He, he was talking to this guy about. Um, he was talking to this guy about uh, the government and and how the people need to start protesting more and stuff like that. And the guy's like, "Well, you know, the why didn't the protests work?" during this event and he's like well because protests don't work and he's like well then why do you you know why do you want them to protest why why do you want people to write letters to politicians that you don't even think that they should be voting for and uh and you know russell's like well because we've got um nations for people and we've got you know people um, all about people power the the thing is is um there's like major illusions so if anybody's curious the first thing that you need to do is realize that everything that you know about everything political is probably wrong well i'm i i already know if that that's you why i watch the news somewhere other than the united states of america their political system has absolutely no relevance on yours you probably live in something that's closer to an autocracy Right. Um, what's an autocracy, Adam? An autocracy is where a single body of people rule everything. Um, the thing is, is Canada and 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 Canada seems pretty Australia chill. and uh, New Zealand. Mean, we're Commonwealth, so Commonwealth, we've yes. we've literally just come out of a monarchy, and we were ruled with monarchy, which is queen the, England, the queen. Yeah. Right. So if you I come from a country that has kings and queens and stuff like that, that's not democracy me. at all. Well, that's right. that's a dictatorship in a in somewhat. Absolutely, kings and queens are a form of dictatorship, right? They're a form of authoritarianism, well, and they are quite often know. not pleasant to live under. No. Right? Sometimes <laughs> they are. Sometimes they're not. The thing is, you don't get a choice, and you don't get to replace them if you don't like them. Hence, the democracy. But when you live in like fake democracies, like we do, where it's permitted to be a democracy, mm. right? And even then we have fake freedoms where we have them, but we're only have them as long as they're valid. Right. Even movement, like things like COVID are perfect examples where you literally think that you're a free person, but all of your, all of your freedoms are privileges that are issued to you until they're not. And well, think about they can be, they can be relinquished. Exactly. And that's frustrating just because of an unelected, Somebody you didn't even elect, an unelected, quote unquote, authority made a suggestion. Would that be wrong? Would that be what's her name? 
Well, in our case, it'd be Bonnie Henry because yeah, she's our Bonnie health. Henry. Yeah. Let me touch on that person. She's not elected. You didn't elect Bonnie Henry. No, but to she just started saying decide the fate of your province. This is literally deciding the fate of our province. Bonnie Henry is yes. Economics, education, oh, uh, business, uh, you know, and social issues and everything. Everything, everything hinges on it, and she was never elected to do that. So this goes back to the. But she is that person. Is she just the a spokesperson? Neo Chinese version of communism, where you have, oh where you have, uh, here we go, technocracy, where the people you voted for are almost moot because they don't, you know, really it's Bonnie Henry that we should be talking to. It's Fauci we should be talking to. Yeah, but to. Bonnie Henry's it's, just being told what to say. Is that correct? Or is she an advisor? She's I don't still, think she, I don't assume that she's being told what to say. She, I mean, news people, newscasters are, are given a literal thing to say. They're being told what to say 100%. I feel like but the whole world's going to open up Bonnie and Henry will be the last one. Around. The only thing is, is maybe Clean. you have to you have to conform to norms. Otherwise people will think that you're a radical. So she has norms to conform to, but I think that most of those norms are pretty reasonable and professional. Like the um, ones we're currently going through right now. She's not doing anything wrong. She's doing what the best she can. It's absolutely. Clear. But she's not the, the enemy. The problem is, is she's that annoying. She's like your fucking mom. Our, it's like you're grounded. The fate of a province shouldn't hinge on her because that's not what she's been. She's, she hasn't been elected to do that job. She's not our representative, and we're bypassing a system of elected representatives making decisions, and we're entering into a stage where our elected representatives get to make these decisions as long as the technocrats don't have some other prohibition, right? And when, when the health authorities can step in and say, no, listen, we're going to completely redo this. You know, these businesses are allowed. These oh, aren't. These times. Fuck, now, you have an, uh, now you have a technocracy, which is more similar to communism. You don't have free people with free movement. You don't have liberalism. Mm -hmm. You have control. Okay, so You have authoritarianism. That. You have a small body who gets to decide the fate of everybody for an ideological purpose. In this case, you could say that it's health. But again, we know now in the case of COVID that it's affecting mostly nursing homes, that the death rate for everybody under 70 is fairly low. And there's probably no point in sacrificing the small and medium business sector. Well, the mental so, health crisis alone is going to be just insane. It already is. Absolutely. Let me just say something here. Okay. So I, 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 I came up with, I mean, <clears throat> I thought of this the other day. I said, you know, wow, this because everyone's still going on about, oh, it's going to be so long until it all opens up. You got a lot of people that are like, we're done with it. And you got a lot of people like, oh, this will be here for five years, another five years. I'm like, okay, like whatever. But when it first happened, right, we were doing the seven o'clock bang, like the pots and pans thing. So yep. at first, like everyone really... Everyone really rallied around it. It took it so seriously. Everyone was yeah. really scared. And uh, my faith in humanity at that point, and even now in retrospect, was restored. Like, wow, like everyone banded together and we took it seriously. <clears throat> and then once these things that you're suggesting, these uh, creeped in, like, are, is it real? Or is it as bad as it? Data. Once we started seeing data. Once we seeing data and we start, yeah. then you see people just losing their minds. Of course, because now the response is disproportionate to the data. Right. Whereas while it's novel and while it's like, we don't know what's going to happen, then you know what? Let's not risk it. Once the data starts coming in and we see that, okay. And people can think for like, themselves. Six months after the shutdowns, you had grocery stores that didn't shut down which is probably the best uh vector of data 
right? You have uh, liquor stores, you have all these different stores, Costco's. So weird. So now you can look at the data as far as infectious rates in grocery stores and, and, and Costco's and stuff like that. You Do you go to the grocery store or is it somebody else in your household? I go. You go? My mom works Are at the grocery store, dude. Okay, so your mom works at the grocery store. We were store. in ground zero the whole time. So you're familiar with people at the grocery store? Well, buddy. Okay. You, How many yeah. people did that store lose? Do you know? What percentage? What are you talking about? And customers? Well, COVID is an infectious disease. Right. Uh, that low. That happens to be transmissible. Uh, and the grocery store is this that. one single place that we are all going to. Nobody stopped going to the grocery store. There wasn't any outbreaks in that local store. No. There's probably 10,000, 20,000 people a week going to the same grocery stores and Costco's. So the people who work for grocery stores and Costco's are the canaries My in the coal mine. Got sick. And if they start dropping off like flies, then you know that the actual, uh, the, the severity in real terms, right? Not in some calculable lab term, but the real severity as far as people are disappearing there's nobody there's no job openings in my industry there's no building my building here doesn't have rentals like holy shit we lost okay, so 5% that's what of the i building, said that's exactly right? what i said if so the actual like functional death rate hasn't gone up it's gone up in nursing homes yeah a lot the elderly a lot unfortunately they are the they are the people that are susceptible to all yeah, viral yeah. issues whereas the spanish flu was just like ripping the spanish flu if this was the spanish we'd flu, all be hiding in our houses yeah and my my rent would be dropping because that's, it'd what, be I'm like, to, that's, oh. well, that's what i'm saying that you're saying that, that exactly there would be jobs available yeah apartments would be going for rent yeah next the city would, would be like we need people yeah anybody will well, hire right you now we'd still at what we're a year and a half into it now and it, we we you know i think it, i don't know you'd be terrified if this was the spanish flu we'd be beyond terrified yeah you'd be yeah. horrible and that first week i yeah. will remember i did i do remember feeling like that when i was driving to work and the road and the highways were empty when the grocery store stock i was, loved it because my mom worked at the, at the superstore and here's another thing you know she was a hero for that little bit of time and let me tell you something you know uh she that certainly changed pretty quick once you know like don't be nicer to your freaking grocery store clerks like holy people because first she's, you know, she's she's a hero, frontline worker. And then as soon as everyone, the data started coming in, now it's going back to just treating her like a piece of shit mm-hmm. and everything else like that. Not only that, but they got a $2 raise. Mm-hmm. All those. so And then once yeah. it all died down, the raise was taken away. Well, of course. And, and that dude who over owns yeah. Loblaws and freaking the superstore, that dude, I Googled him. He's worth $6 billion. It doesn't matter. It has no impact on how much the wage is worth. What? It has no impact on how much the wage she is should, worth. In what way? Uh, he, like, why, why would his wealth have any reflection of the wage of somebody who happens to work in one of the franchise because he can they can afford to pay them two two dollars an hour more that's not true at all what no that's you misunderstanding how business works probably yeah but it's much like people saying that mcdonald's franchise uh made 481 billion dollars last year so why can't they pay 15 dollars an hour and the actual answer is that's the profit of the head office the actual restaurant where does that profit go then dude that's the profit of the head office. Okay, but where does the profit of the their head pockets, the shareholders? Okay, so pockets. then they're greedy. Then, then you're no, 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 no. The shareholders themselves, or the the franchises themselves, are owned by somebody else. 
right? So it's just the fact that McDonald's has been so that successful. That sounds like some sort of leap loop. That sounds like it's a bunch of fucking cr- creepy. Profit from cr- success. Well, yeah, but like, uh, but people the need franchises to be- themselves are owned by somebody Profit else. From success, I think minimum wage needs to go up a little bit. I think my mom deserves two dollars an hour or more when she gets. Well, somehow they were able to afford that. So why did they take it away? They probably couldn't afford it. Same as we could, can't afford to give everybody two thousand dollars a month for five months. You don't think that Superstore could afford to give their employees all of their employees a two dollar raise? Maybe the mo- well, even just fifty percent uh, of them. Fifty percent of them. Be, that'd be that's a steep thing. Like $2 okay, my mom's raise, been yeah. there for twenty five years. Why she can get her two dollar raise from COVID fucking uh, canaries and get and keep it. She's, you know, she's the I don't see any reason why they'd keep it. I think it's really good that they actually gave it to them because uh, wow. people's health were impacted from stress. Fuck, man. But I think they should have kept it. You can't put the, but let me see. ask you. You don't think the 50% of the employees could have. So 50% of those employees. Who, who chooses which of one of the employees? Well, say you've been there 15 years. You get the two. You get the two dollars. You've been so there. You just hired a month thing. ago. Sorry. Okay, so it's based on his seniority, the top fifty percent would then get. I'm just throwing numbers out. Okay, but people get raises anyway. Not right? a lot. So with that mentality, the business world would be cautious to give people bonus raises or temporary raises for things like COVID if they knew that every single time that happened that they had to hold to that raise now for the rest of it, you know? I just they think it's a be, moral they, obligation, They would man. be hesitant to do it. So I, I think, think, I think Loblaws I disagree with you. stepped up to the plate to give everybody stupid. the $2 an hour. I, no. And if everybody was expecting that they should keep it, then that will actually prevent that from happening again in the future. Well, or at least it'll give them reason it to. It should have set up the it should have set a, a bar like i mean it just like it's it a doesn't mean they pandemic. can it doesn't mean that they can afford it though i think that's fucking cold man i think you should i i think that there's some way that we could like the, the seniority Again, based I it think was good because there was a perception which ended up leading to stress but the actual reality is is that it shouldn't have been considered a pandemic for as long as a as long as it was or well, we're talking it about- should have been rebranded because it was branded under this like spanish flu thing where for literally like a minute. <laughs> well not even because people were like afraid to go to work right and they st- and there's still oh, there's so much fear this like still. mind worm of there's something to be afraid of we see the data that there's nothing to be afraid of afraid when I go and there's anymore. still people saying that there's somebody something to be afraid of so you're changing the subject here, though. I'm still very curious as to as to like your like where why we couldn't keep that like where's that money? So if my mom's a two dollar raise, why can't you're saying that in the business world it doesn't work that way and there's not enough money to keep? Let's go back to then why didn't they why don't they like why haven't they always been making two dollars more? Because of greed, sir. Do you think so? I think so. Or do you think just because of like balancing the books? I don't know. I, like I they need to be I able to think of it as a pyramid. Like I'm a multi. I'm a. I'm worth billions of dollars. Okay, mm-hmm. G- running a grocery store chain of super like superstore. I like my my net worth or like my, or just you know there there. I just feel like there's probably not that case. There's probably though, some again, room there to toss down. There must be some room there to toss down to the franchises to freaking give back to the employees. Like, have you? Why would got, you get? Why would you toss money down to the franchises? Well, you're saying that the, you're saying that the glass ceiling is the franchise owners. You're saying, okay, well, I, you're saying all the McDonald's chains is owned by a, 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 a dude that has nothing to do with the actual owner of McDonald's. 
the franchisees own each restaurant. That's right. So it'd be like if you uh, uh, franchised out your your brand, right? Okay. Say you got a brand and you want to franchise it out to Sport Check and to uh, Costco. You want them to have a couple things in there and you want to, you know, but you want to almost sell the licensing so that you want to allow them to make it with your logo or something like that, right? Okay. Now, uh, let's just say it gets really, really big and you get to do that and you've done this now all over the world. Yeah. Now, the store itself is selling something. Let's let's just say uh, Winners has it. And Winners is actually making it themselves or they've got some other company that makes Winners clothes and like a Joe, you know, Joe brand or whatever. You're losing me here. Okay, okay. I'm okay. You know, like Joe brand? Yeah, yeah. So they've licensed your thing. And they're selling a sweater, and the sweater's $28, and it costs them $2 to make. Somebody, f- and this is happening all over the world, right? I know. So you're just getting fucked. You're getting loaded, right? You've literally, you've now got like $800 million a year. You're just getting crazy amounts of money yes. from all this sorts of shit okay. because of the licensing. And somebody's like, why is this shirt so god why is this sweater so goddamn expensive i know it only costs two dollars to make and you're like what are you talking about and they're like well i live in north carolina and there's a winners there and the, and you're like oh no that winners actually gets it made in uh mexico that's their own company that they do that thing i just license it to them and they're like yeah but you're worth a billion dollars now a year so why isn't your brand being sold for cheaper and you're like no 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 i just sell the license for them to use my brand, they make the sweater, they distribute it. They, they, they that's that's actually their product. Basically, it's just my licensed. Now we're talking about the same thing. Oh, now we're talking okay, about so the McDonald's you're, you're franchise. It's not my problem anymore. Because it's not about that's not the, It's not about it's not your problem. It's that you don't even have any connection to it. You don't even have any I, say. Okay, you're, there's still you're, levels you're of greed there. There's still margins. You, you are a person who has a design that people happen to want. And so that. you've licensed it out. I understand. And you happen to be making a lot of money because of mass distribution of it. Because it's all over the world. So now you're making this huge cash. You're really only making like pennies per item. Whereas the people who are distributing are making the vast money and they're having to pay the vast overhead. They have to pay the retailers or the, the employees, plus they have to pay the brick and mortar stuff to sell your Everything's brand. It's too expensive, man. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you're going on and on about all this and stuff. Now and I understand what you're saying. But you're completely detached from it, though. I'm not that detached. I'm saying that my. I'm saying. No, if you were the brand owner. Oh, and somebody who's botting and you're like, dude, okay, so exactly. They are detached. But you, you're like, I, I feel for you, bro. But I have, I have like, I can't, what am I going to do? License it to them for cheaper? Yes. Or something. But you only make one, two, three cents per hat. It's just I'm the fact about, that they sell a million hats all over the world. So we're talking about Superstore and you Same even, as McDonald's, bro. But the massive that company, it's just they, ridiculous. They make a trickle. Fact is, is that they make a trickle from thousands of stores all over the world which ends up being a major profit and that is just the, the reality benefit of, it? of being successful okay i'm still i'm just still saying that there's room in there somewhere to give my mom a two dollar raise and keep it you don't know that you'd have to audit the books have to, though. we'd have to sit here on a computer and go right through all the books and go and, I'm, and i would you bet have my to fucking balls on it man that somewhere i in wouldn't there, bet your balls because that's a ah fuck man i would bet somewhere in all that paperwork and somewhere in all those franchises and somewhere with that dude that's on top of the mcdonald's yep. money pile 
mm-hmm. eating a fucking poutine is uh there's room there to give people give back to the people man i mean haven't you seen well i don't that, again that's a weird way of looking at well, give I'm back trying, to I'm the people senti- I, like uh, if we don't I'm if we don't you, if we don't let people make money without trying to fuck with them and take they it they can still be greedy they will Just take a- their making money somewhere else and make it Myself included. Well, then there would, right? well, then you're fucking. You're, we're two different people. You're corp. You're like corporate. No, we're not two different versus. I just <laughs> understand how things work, I, and you're living in an illusion. I don't think so. Yeah, you are. I'm. I'm talking. Guarantee I, you, dude. Because the only difference between you and me on the subject is that I'm aware of the actual variables, and you're not. It's not like I own stuff. I'm not. I'm not a CEO of a of a multinational corporation who's trying to screw people out of their money. Right, I'm, I'm on the bottom. I'm, just, I'm on the bottom with you. Yeah, I just understand how things work, and I'm telling you that if you knew what I knew, you'd think the same thing. I think if I knew what you knew, I would st- I would find a few areas where it could improve. Like even in like you I, like that, you'd what's be like that documentary. Uh, we should invade next with Michael Moore, where he goes over to the UK, mm-hmm. goes all over all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um. In Europe and goes to these factories where these owners, like even Ducati, man, where they build the bikes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the documentary? No. You should watch it where it talks a lot about where they go to these 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 factories where they're building the Ducati. Mm-hmm. And the owners are making less profit, giving more to their employees. That's cool. Hold on. Yeah. More hours, longer breaks, more holiday pay, happier employees, happier people. Uh-huh. And the guy owns the Ducati uh-huh. fucking franchise, still l- living it up. And a capitalist would say, that's great. He's actually going to... Fuck your capitalism. He's going to... No, it's your capitalism too, dude. But there's he's a level He's going of- to take all the best employees because he has the best package for them, right? So if you're a person who makes cars and you're the best, you're going to work for him because he pays the best. Right. Right. It's a whole. Now, the difference between us is I think that he's got a great model in order to stay competitive in the employee industry. He yeah, is where people keep stay his employees. and work. You keep your employees. Right. You're like the industry I work in. But it's like such say a door. that that's the way everybody should do it because we're not commies. Oh, God. Right? So I'm saying part commie, part <laughs> capitalist. There's no and such I had thing. this argue with one of my bosses. I don't know if Angus will ever listen to this, but he was saying there's he was no with you thing. on this. I was like, what about the like, there's a level where money should be. And he disagreed too. He's like, well, Once was, you start telling people what to do, I'm not there's saying nobody that. left to tell. They all just disappear. Yeah, but it's like it's not working. What every about single socialist nation who thinks, you know what? We should be the ones in charge. We should be the ones benefiting. We should be the ones profiting. We should be the factory owners. We should be all these greedy bourgeois that are that are controlling us and and landowners r- robbing us. And we should be the ones. And the and the government's like, we'll do it. We'll give it all back to you. And they're like, yeah. And then the next second, not all, not all. Nike's pulling out. Goodyear's pulling out. Yeah, well, because Apple's dicks. Pull- no, they're not dicks, dude. It's because they've worked hard. Not only for their physical property, but for their intellectual property. They've built factories from the ground up that nobody else built. On the backs of freaking Not on the backs child of labor. No, not on the backs of anybody. They've actually improved villages by providing jobs. Okay, well, I... Right? Listen, a rabbit hole. People want jobs, right? Yeah, and they still pay them really right? low wages. So that's the other thing is communists believe that everybody should, be, everybody should be working, that the government's job should be 
to give everybody a job, but they also have ideological ideas that prevent business from wanting to be there. So jobs actually go away because once you indicate that somebody who has possessions will no longer have those possessions because there's an idea that's more I'm not even saying possessions. I'm saying taking away a little bit of the possession all you can still live on your fucking giant pile of money Once you can take away any of it that's fucked then, then, then all it takes is four more years and somebody else will get into power that has a different value system than you and now they take away more because you've given them the opportunity to take away anything this I'm is not about, saying this okay, is about principle regulate okay I get it and but I still we're and you know and I'm still just, I'm still just here fighting for my mom's two dollars an hour because she busts her ass in a job no I appreciate it you know I what I mean and it. I still think well I still think there's there's some wiggle room there I should probably really really educate myself to the point like to your level of understanding but i do truly believe that there would still be a, a world where we could meet halfway with there's everything. no world that you can well, not decide now. in a world no, no, no. Corporate there's no greed. world that's not corporate greed dude it's how like it's so childish honestly to god like you literally would not have a goddamn thing were it not for corporations providing it to you I they're literally that. giving everything to you they're prov they're because they profit from it the grocery stores are full because they profit for it. But if they weren't full, you would be the main person who suffers. I understand so would I, that. So would everybody else. We would be the people who suffered if profit incentive did not exist. So you think? So you don't think that there's margins there where these think, titans no. can make their profits? Nope. And the little people can still also have a little bit more. I'm not even saying nope. half. I'm saying, hey, man, give that minimum wage person a little more and the big motivated there's dude means, can keep going. Man. There's means by which to try to get that. And you can ask for a raise. Um, in the case of they're unionized in that case, so the union can try to fight for more. And then now you've got actual people with data who can sit down and go, okay, well, here's the numbers. Look at the, how much the store makes, right? Like the fact that Jimmy Patterson owns 900 things and makes a lot of money is inconsequential because it's not part of the system. That's a really naive way of looking at how the system even works. To think that somebody should be giving back or something, again, I'm brutally just, naive i'm just saying i think I'm we are lucky that they're there providing us ramen noodles otherwise we wouldn't have them or they would be eight dollars a pack right the minute that the minute pack. what no, about gasping the minute that like, we are like nobody should be allowed to make this much money nobody should be allowed to here's the regulations that's not really what i'm saying though the minute that we the minute that we put a single regulation on profit, then you're saying it sets the precedent and works. everybody will fucking jet because <sighs> nobody wants to deal with that. Especially nobody wants to take their chances with the types of loose cannons who don't realize the value of private property. Who do you agree with? If anyone's listed this far, I am now really interested. And what do you, what, 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 <laughs> what, what, what are you leading here? Like I, I'll help me understand better here. Uh, you know, if you are listening this far, and I want to know who's who's got a who's got a good point. Do I have a good point? Is Adam have a good point? You don't have a point, though. My you haven't point made a point. Is, is that we I'm making a point, and you're talking about a, an illusion. My illusion is I get up in the morning. Yeah, I got to pay a dollar fifty for gas. My okay. insurance is however much that is. 
Food is however much that is. Rent is fucking astronomical. Okay. Taxes, this and that. To go out and make a fair wage and then come home and try to feed your kids, try to freaking pay all your bills, all your, there's just, you're, you're living paycheck to paycheck, uh -huh. you're in the grind, yep. and, there, and it seems like the system is built in such a way that we are just cogs in the wheel, and we which should Which is true. Which is super, okay, and we should- I don't and, deny it. And you're just, there's no room to do much. Like, unless you're insanely motivated and just go live in a box, maybe, to uh -huh. try to save money like my buddy uh -huh. does. That's No, it's but that's that's true. I don't disagree you know what I mean? with like, any of that. It's, I'm not saying, yo, dude, I understand what you're saying. Like, yes, we should, opportunity, not everyone should get a participation badge. Roger that. That's not what I'm saying at all, either. I'm saying that you're talking about I'm not, extremely I, dangerous ideologies, and you're and you're thinking that somehow the world it's all the world owes you something I don't think the, yo, yo 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 i don't think the world owes it's, me man i'm one of the most no, motivated no. people i know i'm okay I'm with saying that the root of it the root of it like the, why can't these billionaires throw in an extra two dollars an hour yeah for what like again that's how so does that, how does that not equate to the world owing you something it's just it's well, it's not only my mom gets up super early, busts her ass, puts up with let's, fucking okay, let's, horrible let's people. Let's that remove probably it. Make, let's remove it from your mom because okay. a lot of people do. Right? What? A lot of people what? A lot of people make uh, uh, what we would consider to be uh, not a high wage, right? Anything under fifteen dollars an hour for an adult is not a high wage. And how you can't live in fucking where we are right now yeah. for fifteen dollars an hour? You can though. How? I don't know. People do it. You don't have much. No, but people do it. I know they do, but that's tough. It is tough. I Real know. tough. They I don't know. have a nice mom. They don't like. They don't have cable. Probably they don't drive. Nope. But the world never owes you that either. Okay, the so world doesn't owe you any of that shit. That. I know. The resting point of the world is that you wake up, you're cold, and then you start starving. And so you got to go out and achieve. No, literally though. They, we we're not owed apartments. We're not owed house. We wake up in the cold and we're hungry. That's have the reality of life. Zeitgeist, man. Of course, I have. What but did you think of that? I have no idea how that relates to this at all. Well, because it just talks about you wake up in the cold and you're hungry. That's the reality. Nobody owes you food. Nobody owes you shelter. So let's you go learn, back to that then. You learn how to make Fuck a shelter. This shit. But that's what this is. This is just a complicated version. You learn how to make a <laughs> yeah. shelter. You learn how to gather food or kill the food. Yes. And that's what this is, except for this is a complicated version of it. Yeah, but no one's telling me that I have to, go, like, in that world, though, there's not some dude that's got the fucking monopoly. He's no, got a monopoly on the fucking deer, man. Yeah, there is, and he fucking kills you. In fact, you he comes up from behind you as you're skinning the deer, and he kills you and takes the deer. And there's nobody that can stop him. <sighs> right? Well, that's an uncivilized world. We live sure. in the civilized, quotation mark, world, sure. brother. Yeah, I know. Where people are fortunate enough to have a job. Right? Well, so now we're fortunate enough to have a job. You're, you're talking in the name of In, in, order, name of in order to be fortunate enough to have a $1.79 shampoo and a $1.25 bowl of noodles and a $3.25 bread. And in order to keep all of our groceries low enough so that more people in our society can eat the people who work at grocery stores also don't make a very good wage. If well, they all made an extra $2, we can say like that. that the people on top are going to take a hit. What's actually probably going to happen is the people on the bottom are going to take a hit because that's the way things work is that the profit is, if they don't make enough profit, they're just going to shut the doors 
and now everybody starves. I'm just saying. So they're going to make enough profit to keep the doors open, in which case either you have a well-paid employee or you have a reasonably priced bottle of Walmart's. The fucking superstores to save like the big what I'm talking about. corporations, well, like the little guys. Yep. You, do you know that without those big corporations, a bottle of Kraft Dinner would probably be three ninety nine. They've actually brought the the cost of Kraft Dinner down to like just over a buck because they compete with each other. They they compete on a mass scale. So rather than a store who has the guys got bills to pay and everything like that, these are like gigantic franchises that they all get to kind of split the overhead. Right, and they buy a million boxes of KD for a few pennies less per box, and then they start competing with each other. Now it's like, well, I'm a buck twenty-five. Well, I'm a buck sixteen. Next thing you know, it's a buck, and they they're competing with each other to get the price as low as possible. They're making like a half a cent per box, but because they sell a billion boxes, they can do it. And as a result, more Canadians eat. It's hmm. crazy. It's crazy. Their corporate greed, literally feeding us. Because we can afford it. Craft dinner's not fucking good. No, but you know, we same as it's everything in a grocery store. The prices of the items in a store. Still, I feel like Walmart's the overhead, the the profit. Like this is cheap. Look at that little tag, that tag. Then you get to the cashier, you're like a hundred dollars. What? Yeah. You ever notice that when you go to Walmart? No, I notice that at the grocery store all the time. But Walmart, you think you want to go there because somehow those price tags they look. There's something. There's something catchy about them price tags. Zero is the number of times that I've bought food at Walmart. Because I mean, I don't, I, I'm not ever going to buy food at Walmart. Why not? Because it's like the buck store to me. Walmart's Walmart. I don't go to Walmart. To me, it's like Walmart the buck store. I don't, I've trust, have, their, I don't trust their uh, source stuff. I know, but like I have friends that are like, I'll never support Walmart. They're corporate. Oh, I buy stuff there all the time. Bags, blah. Like, yeah. okay. I just seriously went there the other day because it's close and it's where I could get a couple cheap items. Best socks. Best like wrapping paper. Best work uh, pants. Sure. Really? I wouldn't have guessed that. I would have figured Mark's. $15 pair of jeans the other day, but Nice. I don't know, man. I mean... I usually go to Value Village for jeans. I just don't want to have to try everything on. I don't try anything on. I know my size. Still the legs, man. Oh, yeah. No, like 20% failure rate where they have the... So what, you get home and it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, they're definitely not going to try. You got to try shit on, dude. Yeah, but if it's $7.99, I don't care. You know? It's like Buffalo jeans. I'm such a diva, dude. I put, I spent night. I get nice pants, nice jeans, nice shoes. I just like to look like a rock star all the time. Yeah, I get well when I do buy jeans. They're usually like new. I, I did Valley buy a Village, pair of ripped like jeans from fucking gas. Brand like new, ripped shit. Yeah, but I mean that's almost all you can get. But I don't know. Valley Village has its purpose for sure, man. I just don't. I would just buy work jeans there. So what is that? I mean, we're yeah. at. Uh, I don't know what is that a wrap, Adam, or what? It's probably a wrap. Um, I mean, I don't. I don't really think that we really talked too much about left versus right. We kind of talked about what it. We got to the point where it's it, like, what? What isn't it? Is kind of more okay. Then let's end with this. Like what? So then, what is your idea? Okay, so the left versus the right. I mean, we're talking about you know the right is sort of based in Christian fundamentalism. Right, traditionally, was. traditionally, which is very a very limiting belief. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Leftism is a little more freeing. I mean, it's more like you said, motorcycles, girls. Hey, man, let's do you know. Yep. And it's obviously changed, and it's all because now, like Ted Nugent would be considered right wing. I like Ted Nugent. Ted man. Nugent's like. Do you like Ted Nugent? He uh, was awesome on. Yeah, the, I like a couple songs for no, sure. I'm talking about him as a person. I don't. I don't know. 
I, I never. A lot of people like he's out of his mind. Like you know, I I thought the Joe Rogan episode with him was great. I don't know. I think Ted's yeah. he's he's kind of a radical. My point mm-hmm. is, so then, what would your ideal political system be, man? Like, what do you think? I think um, in I, order for so us, I'm, to we've move, established that I'm communist. Yeah, I, in order to move forward, <laughs> not really though. No, you're not. But the thing is, is that we we're our culture right now is being influenced by communism. Like so actively, right, yes. actively being influenced by communism. And it's not the first time in history that this has happened. First time it was the USSR <clears throat> right? literally trying to influence North Americans to have communist ideologies, right? Ideologies Which, or ideo- ideologies? Ideologies, the same thing. Idiots versus idealists. No, no, no. I'm being well, a fucking yeah. gag reel right now, buddy. They're both uh, idea-based. But um, now it's... Uh, probably the communist party of china who's inundating everybody with communist principles like the right to housing the right to work um and i think a percentage which, of that is healthy man percent like i don't i'm just trying to is, infuse corporate it's naively healthy but the question is is that capitalism why is communism squish them together get all the best parts of both and let's go that's called capitalism Right, communism doesn't have any good parts. You're making me feel stupid, and I don't think I am. Probably in this case, um, <laughs> it's like people who are into com- com- communes. People who are into communes, right? Okay. Like if you're into a commune, you can't do a commune under communism, right? And we've both so let let like that it. soak in. What Say you again. can't do a commune under communism? Why? Because communism controls what you can and can't do so i'm on a commune with a bunch of hippies everyone's naked we're planting seeds we're growing food the whole idea is freedom Freedom. the whole idea is that you get to live off the land you get self-determination you have freedom communism communes themselves are very liberal because you get to be yourself. You get to have your own opinions and you get to criticize the infrastructure that you're living in. The moment that you're communist, traditionally, I've never heard of a communist uh, in practice where you're actually allowed to criticize the country or criticize the system. You're not allowed to. Um, It's incredibly controlled. You're only allowed to do what people decide you're gonna do. You don't get to own the land. That sounds like a dictatorship, dude. It is. Right, communism wow. has always led to dictatorship. Right. Even even a technocratic communist system, which is what people these days would be leaning towards, where you know it's like, well, why why should we listen to bureaucrats and politicians about health? We should be listening to the health experts. Well, okay, but the health experts, you can't replace them. You're not voting for them, and you can't replace them, and they're they're not representational. We should be improving our representational democracies by having better representation we shouldn't be eliminating the need for representation moving to a an authoritarian based system where you know if you if you're an if you're an expert you're the only person who has the authority to decide what is and what isn't and even just like really small things like intersectionalism is a is a branch of modern leftism that says that say for instance if you want to talk about a black topic you can't talk about it because you're white which is almost kind of fair in some ways it's it's fair in some ways yeah i agree um but it also says that um the real the real meaning of intersectional would be that the more things you've got against you the more like 
the more uh, struggle you're going to have um, because of it, right? Mm. So it's just it's it's not just that you're black; it's that you're black and female. Now those two things intersect, but in the actual end of the day, um, uh, what the fuck was I saying? I don't know. I at the end of the day, it's the idea that you're not qualified to talk about something unless you are the person who experiences it or an expert on it. And that literally leads into a, again, a form of technocracy where it's not, let's vote on things. Let's have a demo democracy. Let's, let's have a, you know, moratorium or a memorandum or whatever the fuck it is where we can put a, a vote into the next election for it. Let's just, let's let the experts decide. Right. So right. then, which is again, it's dangerous to me. What do you think we should like? What's your like? I have my view, and what's yours? Then, where do you think we should move? And what should we move into? I think we should hold on to democracy as strongly as possible, where everybody is literally free to do what they choose, and nobody's uh, ideas or their ideologies or their value systems are imposed on other people. Where would you get rid of uh, Trudeau then? Trudeau. Trudeau. Well, I'd have to replace him with somebody if I did. And uh, okay, do you have a pro do you have beef with him? Like I, I can't. Even I don't think that Trudeau is very suitable for Canada at all. I think he's horrible for Canada. All right. But I think everybody in our political hegemonies, both in the Canadian Conservative Party and in the Liberal Party of Canada, I think it's horrible. We're literally looking at neoliberalism. They're not just liberal; they're neoliberal, which is like. Everything that you think of a conservative as far as business, where they just sell out their people to business, they just lick the boots of business, that's neoliberalism, right? So the Liberal Party of Canada isn't liberal like civil rights. It's liberal like... It's liberal like, let's lick the boots of oil companies. And let's, you know, which to some degree is okay because there's a relationship between business and, and everybody else that has to be maintained, literally. Um, they give us value. They, once you unpack it, they have a lot more um, to offer than people are giving them credit for. Thinking of, you know, like yourself, you're saying corporate greed, almost approaching it that's, as corporate greed drives everything. Well, where that's, I mean, it's a not, yeah, that it's that's a pretty general term. I mean, yeah, but we have these things, right? Like you're going to drive home, you have a motorcycle, you, you could get a hat made, right? Um, yeah, I can, but I still believe that there's access to all these things, which are incentivized by profit I know, and, you know, profit and, and hopefully someone writes into us with this, after this some form of neoliberalism isn't bad, but the Canadians, uh, Canadian conservative party has ruined its reputation and social issues that are being used as political leverage, namely gay marriage issues or abortion issues. Those aren't political issues. Those are social issues, yep. but they're being manipulated. People are being manipulated politically using those issues. Uh, I think the Canadian Conservative Party has ruined the platform, has ruined, has put a bad taste in people's mouths. And if I was to replace Trudeau, would I replace him with another Canadian Liberal, or would I replace him with a Conservative? I would want to replace him with either, to be honest with you. Well, yeah, like even another th another argument is like, how is it like you look at the gov like you look at the United States and they come up with Biden and Trump. Mm -hmm. Like these are the only two candidates 
or Biden when he went up against Trump. Like these are the only no idea, dude. two people available yeah. to run your yeah. there are three hundred there are over three hundred million people in the United States. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. There's like three hundred twenty nine million people the population yeah. and, and the only two jackasses you come up with And it seems absurd. What is that? Why isn't it's why isn't the rock running for president? Why isn't Arnold Schwarzenegger? Why is it because Oprah it's a hegemony? It's a hegemony. It's fucking weird. Again, it's why it's not really a democracy. Why it appears to be a democracy, but it's not president in really a democracy. You know, the DNC and the Republican Party and, and, and same as the Canadians uh, equivalents and the conservative and liberal, they decide who you get to vote for. Right. Okay. Let's well, like they, they choose. Not really, but it's a hegemony. Meaning these are all you're t- these are all just such words that you don't know. I know. I'm no, sorry. no, no. I understand these words, but what they are is a bunch of words to describe how they just break it all down and confuse the shit out of you even more. I know. Then they I wonder know. why the vast exactly. population don't vote or yep. pay attention. But it's just it's competing power interests, Roger. Right? It's that. competing competing power interests, and you don't really get the choice. The like whoever's going to run in 2024, Alice in 2028, Cooper. in 2032 Guar. in the U.S., they're already thinking about it. They literally think ahead. They're preparing people for the future because they have a future in mind. Here in Canada, we are way less organized than that. Yeah, way less also, organized. I think the liberals are probably organized more in that such because, like, where does a where does a, a drama teacher suddenly become prime minister? Well, he's groomed. He was he's a chosen. Instructor, actually, at one point, too. he's chosen. He's part of elite culture, a hegemony. He's part of families, right? These Blood are people. Lines, these are people that know each people. other. Literally, it really is though. Well, it's, I mean, they're not lizard people, but they are. <laughs> I almost got them there. They're literally though groups of people who have been in power forever, yeah, and will always be in power forever. And they've fooled everybody into thinking that you get to choose somebody to represent you. You don't get to choose anybody Obviously. to represent you. You get that, to pick between one of them. That's pretty much obvious, yeah. right? Like, I mean, Trump, just look was at the JFK. Big, Trump was the only exception where what? Trump was a wrench in the cog. How did he, he get in, though? He surprised the shit out of everybody. He wasn't supposed to get in. It was, uh, the, how did they thought like, their system f- had a flaw in it then or some yeah. kind of vortex where he just yeah. kind of, whoa, oops. Like, whoa, where so. Hillary was so bad that people voted for Trump. Bro, oh my God. Which but I mean, crazy, they think but. that, like, but like, you know, when JFK was assassinated, like, that was the last president where they're like whoa 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 let's let's put put the brakes on here and i'll reel it back in i mean in like what he was he was for the people wasn't he i mean what wasn't john f kennedy he was against the the the, the vietnam war he called out the fucking secret societies he was he was legit yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he was dead and ever since then who was after him who knows, right? But I mean, who knows? it's all been corrupt. Weirdos. You look at like, World War One. You look world from World War One, World War Two, JFK onwards. But all back then, there's, yeah. there's again, and there's an this what people would call. I don't like the term, and I was actually going to say something last week, but I didn't say anything. You mentioned uh, the Illuminati a lot, right? Well, I don't, which is a fictional, mostly a fictional idea. Well, right? a lot of people believe in that, though, dude. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. a but, bit of, It's like Area 51. They don't have I, alien ships there anymore. No, no. In, in my opinion, they never did. But there's another talk um, uh, podcast topic. But the spirit of the Illuminati being being um, literally the hegemonies, the the aristocracies of multiple countries that have had their own kingdoms, and then in the past were competing. 
right? If we look into the and to the further history, over the last 200 years, we've seen the end of a bunch of empires, and we've seen the end of small empires, or that they've grouped together. You know, they've, there's major long-term family and long-term power interests that have been intermarrying throughout European and and it's history control. and. Absolutely. Where families have been injecting themselves into the long term aristocracies through marriage and through and they're they're extremely wealthy. And um, inner like the wealth inner, never really ended, right? Like the idea of the Illuminati is from the early I don't times really know. of America when throwing they throwing that word out pretty loosely, so Yeah, they got like Bavarian the Bavarian Illuminati was a thing. But they got funding at the early days of uh of the U.S. when the U.S. was trying to detach from Britain, they needed money, and the Austrians injected a bunch of money. It's the story, anyway. Adam Weishaupt from the Bavarian Illuminati. Okay. It's the story, right? But the spirit of the idea is fine. I'm not even going to argue it because there does exist the um, organization of extremely wealthy remnants of empires and shit Nefarious. people. They're nefarious, but they're only nefarious because anybody competing with you is going to be nefarious in some way or another. They, and they want to control everybody, right? Because that's what they do. Money's probably secondary at this point in comparison to control, right? Especially considering now the Communist Party of China's part of the global interplay of power. They don't give a shit about money. It's all about power because they, money is just a tool for them to... to um, interact with other nations didn't china release the yeah. coronavirus to break the world economy so that they could come out ahead well, that would be interesting <laughs> i honestly i do i'm personally i'm under the impression but again i don't believe anything <clears throat> but i think the data points to that it was leaked that it wasn't a an animal that was eaten in a wet market mm-hmm. that it was leaked from the wuhan lab like i think actually that the evidence points to that right if i'm wrong and it's actually find out that it's a pangolin or a bat that's fine but I think the evidence at this point suggests that it was a leak of the Wuhan lab. And I'd assume a, pr- a purposeful that it was leak or an accidental d- accidental. Absolutely. And there, yeah, I'm, I'm a hundred percent with the uh, goodwill argument until proven otherwise. Yeah, fair enough. So I th- I'd say it was accidental, but never let a, g- a good op- uh, never let a good disaster yes, go to waste. And that's a good way to end this, which is yeah, never let a good crisis go to waste. And when you told me that, it w- it rang in my head pretty good. And that and that is something to always be curious, always question everything. <laughs> Join us next time for Belief versus Probabilism.